0: Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live
1: 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. The chair of Shannon Dock, uh, who's also a GP uh, in uh, Adair um, and now a GP at South Hill Community Assessment Hub for uh, COVID 19, Dr. Pat Morrissey is on the line. Morning to you, Pat. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. Before we talk about the community assessment hub, based on what you are hearing now, based on the briefing that was given by um, health chiefs last night, Mm -hmm. are we winning the battle against COVID-19?
0: I think we're doing fairly well. Um, We're definitely flattening the curve and... um, we we have avoided the situation that uh, happened in Italy and Spain so far uh, thank god uh, so let's uh, keep keep focused and um, uh, stick to the program and uh, we can we can look forward to coming out the other side of this
1: It was interesting, and this is no criticism whatsoever of the Taoiseach or the Minister for Health, but we know the Taoiseach was saying in high-profile speeches over the last few weeks, the surge is coming, it's coming. But last night then, we heard health experts saying, well, the surge may not come. Yeah.
0: Well, Joe, uh, there's only only two ways this is going to uh, end, and it's... Rollout of a vaccine, or uh, the community developing herd immunity. Okay, so we we do need to flatten the curve, but at the same time, uh, we're going to have to develop uh, immunity throughout the community so that the transmission rates drop dramatically. Uh, waiting for a vaccine is is going to take a very long time, so. I. This is a personal view. Now, I. I believe that we do need to flatten the curve, uh, and but, but there has to be some level of transmission, uh, you know, measurable and controlled uh, through the community, uh, so that we can begin to reopen our society. Okay, because there is a cost both in health uh, and in economic terms to all of us. From what what is going on at the moment, and that is not really being measured by our public health experts. I'm sure there at high there are high level, uh, you know, discussions that that bring this to the table. But in the briefings that we're getting uh, every evening at the, you know, the the news, we're not being, you know, we're we're being told about lies and tests done and numbers positive and deaths, but. Um, there's other there's other aspects to this pandemic that are going to play out over a much longer time frame and i'm thinking of people who've got mortgages to pay uh, children to raise you know children who are uh, you know Final year in college and a uh, final year in secondary school waiting to do exams and uh, the stress of uh, the, the, the circumstances that they find themselves in uh, even even the elderly who are cocooning uh, now uh, I, I have a, a mother-in-law who's very stressed out uh, with with the, 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 the cocooning uh, circumstance that she finds herself in and finding it very hard to cope um, so so this is taking its toll on all of us
1: so Are you saying then, as a GP, uh, Pat, um, that health has to be ultimately looked at holistically? Yes, yes. Oh, oh, that's a pity. Um, I think Pat's line just went uh, down there and we definitely want to get him back because we need to talk to him about the community assessment um, uh, hub. I hope he wasn't overly stunned by my question. Um, and Noel says, uh, by the way, Joe, I really did enjoy uh, the 10 to 1 this morning. There was great humour on it. Um, I was uh, laughing along uh, with uh, Georgina, who took it all in good spirits, and with yourself, uh, well done. It definitely helped to uh, cheer us up. Uh, well, that's good to hear, and thank you very much uh, for that. Uh, another listener's been in touch on uh, WhatsApp saying, Joe, with regard uh, to Keelings, there are more than 20 flights into Today ferries are still coming in. Uh, there may not be many aboard, a bro, a bro, a but it's every day. We dozens allowed to come in for a funeral up the country recently. People need to stop looking for nonsense to whine about. These people come to work in Keelings every year. I'm sure they'll be checked out. Hysteria is taking over on this one. I think, uh, says uh, that uh, listener. And we have Dr. Pat uh, Morrissey, uh, GP, back uh, with us. Sorry, Pat, you, you were just making the point that health has to be looked at holistically, not just well, so, so solely with well, COVID-19.
0: Yeah, health uh, health matters um, are obviously very important, but we have to look at the economy is is a proxy for human health as well when when the country is doing well people are doing well uh, so we cannot forget completely about economic matters and we can see this playing out you we are lucky in ireland that we are experiencing this uh, uh later than some other countries and we can see how the policies that they're instituting in in denmark or austria um or Sweden, where they're, they're, you know, have re- reducing restrictions or opening up their society a little bit, and even in England, I think they're going to let uh, construction workers back. Um, you know, we can see how these things play out, and we should watch those uh, interventions carefully and the effects of them on the numbers.
1: Yeah. Uh, The other thing, Pat, is, and you know, I totally understand where you're coming from with herd immunity being Mm. something that has to be looked at. But I suppose we're all thinking the same thing. Yes, I understand that theoretically, but I don't want the blooming coronavirus. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. That's true. But unless we adopt a strategy as uh, uh, effective as South Korea or Taiwan with mass testing, there's no way that we are going to be able to keep it completely suppressed, uh, and our testing regime at the moment is not uh, at the same level than it is that it is in. We know that uh, in South Korea or or, or, or Taiwan or uh, Singapore. So un, un, unless we get to that level, we're going to see it spreading through the community.
1: And do you think then that? You Know people getting very annoyed, and this morning it's about keelings. You know, bringing in people. I'm sorry, I know nothing about okay, that story. Fine. Yeah, that's okay if you're not aware of it, that's fine. Tell me then about the community assessment hub uh, in South Hill.
0: Well, this is a, a, a positive news story. Um, we're, you know, they in fair use to the uh the HSE, uh, they, they've uh, made these plans, and in a very short time, they've rolled out. Uh, COVID community assessment hubs, and I'd like to give credit to uh, Kate Duggan and Margaret Costello in the HSE, and uh, some very hard working public health nurses Catherine Ryan and Geraldine Keary, uh, who uh, did a lot of the, the the work in setting up the hubs, and uh, uh, and a group of enthusiastic young GPs who signed up to uh, to uh, roster, for the rostering in 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 the hubs. So we have three throughout the Midwest. Um, South Hill opened last Friday, and Shannon opened uh, yesterday, I think, or or maybe the day before, and Ross Gray is due to open late next week. Um, Now, so these centres are for uh, the assessment of patients who are COVID-positive proven or presumed to have COVID, and uh, they're accessed by referral by the patient's own GP. They're not uh, walk-in centres. They're... uh, by access by referral from the patient's own GP. And the GP would um, assess uh, the patient over the phone typically. And if the patient is uh, displaying or indicating or reporting uh, deteriorating symptoms, especially with regard to their their breathing, then, then they would be suitable for assessment, and it's for over over 16s. So we're not looking uh, to assess the paediatric population. And thankfully, uh, one uh, silver lining in, in all this is that the children seem to be doing, uh, you know, quite well. They're not they're not suffering unduly with with, with COVID. Um, so we we are very well set up. We're, we're well staffed. We're well equipped. Uh, the staff are familiar and comfortable with dealing with uh, patients who have COVID.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. So so the theory basically is that um, if you bring people to a hub like this, yes. you try to prevent COVID nineteen being spread in GP surgeries yes. where people are coming for general reasons
0: yes exactly exactly and uh, we're we're comfortable and uh, it's a safe environment we've plenty of space everything we're well equipped uh the the uh, protocols for for cleaning and uh uh, management of of the areas, uh, the the, the, the uh, patient pathways uh, are are all clearly thought out. It's quite safe. And a patient, if inadvertently, if a patient who you know who's presumed COVID who came in who doesn't have COVID, they're not going to get it in our centre. You know, yeah. you know, it, it, it's very well but,
1: thought out. But you interestingly mentioned, you know, enthusiastic young GPs who have volunteered mm. for this because there is a higher risk attached to it, and I presume. It also means that there are some GPs, maybe who are older, who wouldn't actually be suitable for this work, even if they wanted to do it.
0: Yes, I, I, I believe that the HGC did ask that those who are 60 and over would not put themselves forward. And uh, but I'd have to say that I've been speaking with some GPs, uh, older colleagues, who uh, recognise the importance of what we're doing here and have. Uh, volunteered to main single-handed practices, uh, were were so they can release younger d- uh, doctors to work in the hubs. Right. So uh, it's uh, a, it's a c- uh, you know a collaborative effort. Uh, uh,
1: if if someone is you know getting sicker, um, physically, how, how do they get to the hub? I mean, can they be driven by a relative? Yes.
0: Yes, yes, driven by a relative. Yeah, they have to be brought. So it's, it is, it's it's not, you know, not they're not going to be brought in by ambulance. If, if they need an ambulance, then they have to go to the hospital. Um, and but it's by it,
1: appointment only?
0: By, by appointment, but it's a very quick turnaround. So they're, they're seen, you know, either that day or, or, or the following day. So it's within 24 hours that people are seen.
1: And, and, and then they're, they're assessed and a decision might be made, look, you know, you can continue to um, get through this at home mm. or actually we may need to send you to the hospital
0: yeah so so we we can assess them and uh monitor their their vital signs and their uh, uh, you know their oxygen levels and listen to their lungs if that's necessary as well and determine uh what what is going on what stage they're at and what help they might need and um Typically, we're sending maybe at the moment. This is just my impression. Maybe 20% to the hospital, Um, so so most people are going home, um, and and uh, uh, you know patients are delighted to have the reassurance of a face-to-face consultation and clarification of where
1: they're at and how they're doing. Um, So, right. Well, it's very very good to hear about all of that. And of course, the referrals would happen through your GP. So you'd call your own GP. You'd have that discussion. If they're not. Sure, and they feel you need this physical assessment, then it would be to the Community Assessment Hub in the Limerick case in South Hill and Shannon, obviously, um, and Ross and Tipperary as well. Well, thank you to Dr. Pat Morrissey, who's also chair of Shannon Dock and is a GP in Dare and now at the South Hill Community Assessment Hub, uh, for you and your brave colleagues uh, doing this important work. It's much appreciated.